Hey, everybody. Happy Sunday. Welcome to Sunday service. Yes, we are back live. I was not here last week, I don't think. Cody was here by himself, pulling lists, doing all sorts of cool stuff. The audience had donated like $3,000. We gave $1,500 of it away to our employees and $1,500 away back to the audience last week. So hopefully that was really, really good. I was not here last week. I'm so sorry. I was in Boston having a great time hanging out there. Today, I have one of my very favorite people on the entire planet. And before you guys ask, the answer is no, she is not single. Okay. I know her husband. Her husband will kick your ass. Okay. So she's not single, but her name is Tony Counts. And yes, that is her real last name is Counts. I met Tony Counts um, a couple of years ago, like three years ago, maybe three and a half years ago. Brent Daniels and Tom Kroll introduced her to me. And I immediately just fell in love with this woman. She's an absolutely amazing rock star. She's got a sweet, amazing personality. And she was running the, basically, Club Med. She was running the entire financial um, side of Club Med out there in Florida. Tom Kroll meets her and goes, oh my gosh, I need to pull you out of this environment, this corporate environment, and you need to come and run your own business. And so today we're going to talk about bookkeeping how to keep your shit straight because a lot of you guys out there, including me in the past, okay, including me in the past. Um, in fact, when I met Tony, I was like, Tony, you're going to hate me because you're going to have to clean up a lot of my messes. And essentially that's what a good bookkeeper does is they stay on top of things and they make your life easy. Um, while we're doing this and building up some people coming in here, how many people have the same problem I've had with keeping track of my books. Where's my money? All the bills. Oh my gosh, do I need to pay some taxes right now? What, what's the deal? And by the way, she's the one that runs all my LLCs. So people all the time go, how many LLCs do you have? And who the hell is running them behind the scenes? I can tell you, Tony Counts does things for me that I'm like, honestly, every time I email her or message her, I go, she is dramatically undercharging me. Um, so she's a special human being and we're going to welcome on Tony counts. Hi, Tony. How you doing? I'm good. How is everybody doing tonight? Everybody's killing it. Look at it. We got killing it on her shirt guys. Yes. We've got 300 people in, in counting right now. Sunday service today is May 22nd, 2022. And welcome to the show. Tony counts. Now, Tony, what is the name of your business? My name, the name of my business is innovation counts. Innovation counts. Okay. So you got, you do my bookkeeping. You take care of all my stuff. You see all the money I make. Yes. You help me. You do so many more things for me, I think, than what you do for other clients. Um, yeah. I have another client like you where I, I do everything for, but um, other than you and that other person, everyone else just gets my full service package. Love it. Okay, cool. So <laughs> Um, guys, if you are people who need bookkeeping, I brought her on here because there's so many people ask me questions like, how do I pay myself? What is profit first? I hear about profit first, but I have no idea what the hell that means. We're going to go through all that kind of stuff. So any, any questions you guys have about LLC structures, any questions you guys have about um, how do I pay myself? How do I pay my taxes? Any of that kind of stuff, we will absolutely help you. And uh, Munif says it's not just a uh, it's not just a full service package. It's the full service package. And yes, guys, by the way, she is not single. So please stop DMing me and asking me. Okay. Um, Tony is amazing. She does a lot for us. She 
man, I, I was using an example today. You run your, our P&Ls on our fix and flips. You are involved in every one of my businesses. You probably free up, no exaggeration. Between you and your assistant, Gretchen, you probably free up a good 30 hours a week for me. Yeah, for of sure. Of things definitely. that I do not want to do. Yeah. I do not want to do that crap. And you do you enjoy doing it? That here's here's a question. Do bookkeepers genuinely enjoy doing what they do? It, they have to. If they're a good bookkeeper, they have to enjoy it because you can't just work with numbers all day and not enjoy it. Um, like, for I some reason, that. Steve Hag says that Calendly link is not valid. So let's double check that Calendly link because there's people in here that are trying to book, obviously, book calls for it with you. Let's just okay. verify that real quick, okay? I, I just did this one. So bookkeeping, boom. I just verified this one. This one works, okay? okay. I'll put it in the side chat right now. That bookkeeping link works. I will throw it on the screen. Um, thank you for saying that so much. All right. So Tony, let's get basic real quick because I want to get people in here that have some questions. Okay. Um, Munif has some questions. Okay. Um, we'll, I'll, I'll hold his on here. Okay. I'll hold his on here for a minute and then we'll get to his. What the hell does a bookkeeper do? Because a lot of people are intimidated by that. And I want to humanize bookkeepers because look how awesome you are. I'm telling you, if I knew a bookkeeper is as cool and sweet and awesome as you've been for me for the last three and a half, whatever years, I would have hired a bookkeeper 10 years ago. But I was just like, oh, what do I need a bookkeeper for? And what, what do they do? Instead, I'm just like, I'll deal with it next year. 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 So what does a, see, there you go. Dario says, yes, I'm intimidated by bookkeeping. Okay, so what does a bookkeeper do? Let's humanize this. Let's get these people not intimidated by how badass you are. What do you do for clients? Um, well, it just depends on the type of service that I'm providing. Um, it's, you know, client specific. But in a nutshell, a bookkeeper is basically going to take all of your income and business expenses and just categorize it and place it where it needs to be so that you have a proper P&L um, to use for, you know, lending or for banks. Um, your balance sheet is all organized for your CPA to come in and, you know, do your taxes and stuff. So basically we're just collecting the data and then um, compiling it and just getting it all nice and neat so that you have financial reports. Okay. So here's, here's what she does for me guys. Cause that she just spoke to you like a bookkeeper. So let me talk to you, not like a bookkeeper. Okay. <laughs> yes. You explain it. Okay, I will, because here's the thing. She's like, oh, you know, we do a P&L and a such and such and a woozy woozy and a such and such. Um, all right, this is what they do. They, they go through your bank account. They go through your um, income and your expenses. They put together a P&L. What is a P&L? A profit and loss statement. It is very important for you to have a profit and loss statement. You should have one that is up to date on a monthly basis. And why is that? It's because if somebody asks you, hey, um, you know, let's say I'm going out and getting a loan, right? Let's say I'm going out and um, trying to get corporate credit. Let's say I want to show somebody, here's the validity of my business. Or what if I just want to know how the freaking, how much money I'm making? Okay. So she'll tell me, here's how much you made. Here's how much you invested. Here's your net worth. Tony Counts knows my net worth. Probably better than I do, to be honest. <laughs> 
Um, so Tony Council knows my net worth. She knows the equity in my business in, in my housing. So this is not necessarily a, uh, that's like a, but that's the pace package. That's yeah. like, she takes care of me so much because I've been with her. For, she's been with me for three and a half years, but she knows my properties I own. She knows what I'm spending on a monthly basis on my Airbnb. So you look right here, Tony, uh, Munif, what's up, brother? He says, Tony, I have multiple Airbnbs, fix and flips, and LLCs with all kinds of income flowing through a holding company. Can you guys help me? Yes, we can. If you, if they can help me, bro, I can tell you they can help you, okay? She has probably a good 30 to 40 LLCs she has to deal with with me and Cody combined um, all of those types of things. Okay. So Shane says, which first an EIN or an LLC? Well, you should definitely get an LLC and then go get an EIN attached to that LLC. What you're asking is what you're really asking is, so should I be a sole proprietor, which means I don't need an LLC and you can go get an EIN for your sole proprietorship. Guys, please don't ever do a sole proprietorship. That's knucklehead language. That It's like, you do a sole proprietorship because you're so it's so such a brand new business that you really don't have any income. So then immediately, like a year later, you're like I should have just done an LLC. There's literally no reason for you guys to have a, a, a sole proprietorship. Okay. So um, yes, a couple of things. I want to make sure I answer Munif's question. Okay. Um, he says. Uh, 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 okay. So as I'm looking for this, there's other things she does for me. Now I'm, I'm going to let her say, I don't do those things for everybody else. Okay. Cause I she's don't. probably, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Then you're going to have to tell people what you do. But the main thing that you want a bookkeeper to do is I'm going to go make money. That's my job. My job is to go make money. And my, you know, my job is to fill that bank account with money. And do I do a good job of that? Tony, do I do a good job of yeah. making money? Yes, you do. Okay, so I do a good job of making money, but do I do a good job of tracking my money? Mm, you do. I mean, you have your own way to track it in your mind, but um, you definitely, you know, need me to help you. One thousand percent. Okay. Yeah. Here's here's the greatest thing about a bookkeeper, and I want you guys to take this home, and I want you guys to write this down. I've got five hundred people watching right now. The most important thing about a bookkeeper is this is they allow you to stop being the ostrich with your head in the sand, put your eyes on the prize and go make way more money. Having a bookkeeper makes me so much more money. It's crazy because think about it. Think about the feeling that you guys have without having a bookkeeper of like, do I have a, first and foremost, when was the last time I logged into QuickBooks? Um, never. <laughs> never? I, I mean, I, I, I don't think you've even activated the user ID I gave you. Hell no, I did not. <laughs> because it's not, I can't, uh, that's not me. I need to go yeah. make money. You know what I'm saying? That's why I need you. And so exactly. guys, listen to her. She has her all the QuickBooks. She does all the things. She tracks all my expenses. She even asked me, she's like, what was this $500 cash for? And I'm like, oh, damn, I feel so exposed. I'm like, I, <laughs> Um, Tony, it was, I was gambling at the casino. Jamil and I were playing blackjack. Okay, great. No problem. She expense, she, she sets it up properly and she does the thing. Okay. She catches these things. She wants to make, she makes sure they're categorized. And then at the end of the month, I know how much money I made. I know, um, now 
couple of questions I'll get into because I'm sure this is a really, are you, are you guys enjoying this by the way? 500 people watching, which is great. So nice. Um, Oh, who clicked on that? Wendy did, or did you do that? I didn't do anything. Okay. So Munif says, um, he has all those things. I have all these different LLCs. Can you help me? Or is this just for somebody that has one LLC? No, I can help him. I can get you all set up Munif. Okay. Now I asked her before she came on here because she has her own clients and I'm not involved in that business whatsoever. And I said, who is somebody that's like loving on you and thinks you're the shit. She's like, Oh my gosh. Like so many Tristan Trenberth is like continually tells me how much I've changed his business and exposed how much he's making, where his money's going, all that kind of stuff. And so everybody knows Tristan. So that's why I called him out. Okay. Um, and check this out. Jeff says bookkeeping is my kryptonite. It's everybody's kryptonite. I'm telling you guys, you are all ostriches with your head in the sand and you've got your eyes in the sand and you're expecting to try and run a race, right? Ostriches are not meant to have their head in the sand. They're, their job is to run their asses off and go make a ton of money, win the race. Munif says, I only know that I'm making more money than I spend, but I have no idea how much I'm exactly making. So, that's Tony. very common. That's what I was just going to ask. Yeah. Is, is that something you run into from time to time? Yes, it is. Okay, cool. So, guys, if you want to book a call with Tony and hear what it would take for the, this. Is it, Tony, is this something that costs like thousands and thousands of dollars a month to have a bookkeeper? No, not at all. It's, it's a few hundred dollars a month. I mean, I mean, it just depends on the size of your business, honestly, but it's not very expensive. I mean, it's, and it's definitely worth the cost because what happens is that a lot of people put it off and then, you know, the year turns to January and then you're just scrambling, trying to get your taxes done. And then you go looking for somebody like me, who's already busy trying to help my clients that I've been, you know, taken care of for the entire year and get their taxes done. So it just becomes like this mess where you can't find nobody to help you because you put it off to the very last minute. Um, here, here's what I would suggest. Effie, great question. Effie says, would you, what would you recommend for bookkeeping in the beginning? Is there a certain amount of money you should make before paying for a bookkeeper? I would say if I could go back and understand the power of a bookkeeper and what they do, they're like gasoline to my little fire. It's like, I got this little teeny fire imagine a bookkeeper coming in with gasoline and you wouldn't think a bookkeeper does that, but a bookkeeper does that frees up all your time, gives you all the security and understanding where your money is and all that kind of stuff. And then you just go out and make money. I would say that for a couple hundred bucks a month to have a, a full time, not a full time bookkeeper, but you know, cause you don't, most people don't need a full time bookkeeper, but to have a bookkeeper taking care of your stuff, giving you your reports, doing all that kind of stuff. I would say if you're making a thousand to two thousand dollars a month. I think that it would make sense for you to have a bookkeeper, and and here's why: because the compound effect of not having a bookkeeper is one of the most dangerous parts of people's businesses. It gets so gnarly, and I can tell you, out of five hundred plus people watching this live right now, it is the number one fear that they have in their business more than whether they're going to get another deal or cash flow next month is, oh my gosh, my numbers are not straight. I have no idea what's going on. Is the IRS coming after me? Did I file my taxes properly? Do I know what's going on? All of those types of things is, I would say, everybody's biggest fear. Three and a half years ago, the number one catalyst in my business that allowed me to catapult um, was Tony Counts. Legitimately. Legitimately, she is like, she's my money penny. 
Okay. I, I remember you brought me on board when you got your first Air, Airbnb with Noah. Yeah, with Noah. So yeah, that's right. It, that's right when you brought me on board. Yeah, the first one I had Noah, I was like, Noah, here's the keys. Go figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it, what we're going to do, too, is Ingrid Hernandez says, Profit First for Real Estate Investing. Highly recommend you read that. Um, I, they actually bring me up in that book like th two or three times, I think. So um, great book. I would do you got do do you um, you guys a favor. We'll talk about what profit first is, and that we actually follow profit first model. So, a couple of things, Tony. If I book a call to chat with you for your bookkeeping services, is that something that you charge for, like to do a consultation? No, it's just a fifteen minute call. Um, you'll answer a series of questions on my calendar. That's going to cut down the amount of time that I need to spend with you. So I can have it done in less than 15 minutes. Okay. So, uh, Steve Hogg says, do you offer tax strategy planning or CPA services? The answer is no, she does not, but she communicates with my CPA and my tax strategist. She knows my people and she communicates with them. Okay. Um, DB power. I can tell you, um, this is a great question, but I think a better question would be who does she not work with? Right. He says, do you work with disabled veteran investors? I work with anybody. As long as they're not, they don't suck and they're not rude, right? Yeah. I mean, they have to have, you know, good personality and be respectful, but yeah, I can work with anybody's business. Okay. Now, what is the thing that you figure out? What, what's the thing when somebody books a call that you find out about them? Cause I have this thing. I want to help people get over this fear. What are the things that people are fearful of? To, why don't they just book a call with you? Like what's holding people back from booking a call? I think a lot of times what's holding people back is that they're kind of like um, maybe embarrassed of how far they've let it get out of hand and they mm -hmm. don't really have a grasp on it. So I do get that a lot where they're like, oh, my God, you're going to it's it's not it's not clean. It's it's messy. I don't know where this is at. I haven't looked at it. I, I signed up for QuickBooks a year ago and I just connected my accounts and I've never logged back in. So, yeah, I think a lot of it is a fear of just. Um, Kind of like when you are afraid to go to the dentist, it's like, you, you know, you need to go, but you know, you just don't want you, you take so long and then you, it gets to the point where you just don't want them to look in your mouth. <laughs> um, this is Munif says, girl, my finances are chaos. Munif, I've seen it before. It's fine. I can handle it. <laughs> she's seen it all before, bro. If you, if you saw, I, if you guys remember, um, 40 months ago, I had a gentleman file bankruptcy who owed me a million dollars that wreaked havoc in my life. Like you wouldn't believe. And Tony counts, my woman, my friend, my sister who I adore and I love, she has helped me through all of that kind of stuff. Okay. So she's the girl. She's the person that helps me. Now here's something that's also very cool about Tony. Tony does bookkeeping services for both Cody and I personally. Okay. And she also does bookkeeping for our LLCs. Think about that. Because at some point you'll have, you'll, you'll need somebody that you can call and say, hey, can you do this or da, 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 whatever. Does, do I know how much money Cody makes in his business, all his businesses? And does Cody know how much money I make in my businesses? No. But you know both of us. You don't share information. You don't help give him stuff? Nope. Are you sure? I don't 
don't share like your personal stuff and his personal books. I don't share that, but you guys know, like of the shared companies, how much you guys are each taking from there. Right. But, like okay, I don't cool. discuss like his personal businesses with you and I don't discuss your personal businesses with him. Love it. Okay, cool. So this is a really great question. So Joel, the patriotic American says accountant versus bookkeeper. What are the different things they offer? Okay. So um, I'm going to tell you a bookkeeper tracks your stuff. They actually understand your business because here's what happens. This is what people do. They go to like prime corporate services. Okay. So if you guys need an LLC, the, the company we use is primecorporateservices.com. You guys all know the code. I it's either ABC because we tried to make it simple or code pace. Okay. Um, if you need a discount or you want some, first and foremost, make sure they know that we sent you. Okay. Whether it's ABC or pace, it doesn't matter. Okay. Cause I get people go, Hey, I, it's like a month booked out, but if you go to the pace code, you'll get a booking faster. Okay. It's, we're like their number one person that sends them people. If you go to prime corporate services, they're going to set up your LLC. They're going to help you structure your corporate structure, but who's going to track that is not prime corporate services. Okay. Um, they do have some bookkeeping services, but guess who does it? Maybe Tony counts over here. Maybe, maybe um, the business that she works for is in innovation counts. So the person who tracks and actually understands your business and where your money is going and why it's doing what it's doing is a bookkeeper. Okay. A bookkeeper actually. So if I go, Hey, Tony, I don't know what my net worth is. Prime corporate services is not going to know that. Okay. Their job is to set up my structure, right? The skeleton. And Tony is to basically make sure my house or let's say my structure is built. Tony counts job is to furnish all of that and fill everything in. Okay. Um, now, what do I look for in a great bookkeeper? Somebody who's sweet and nurturing and caring and doesn't ever make you feel bad about communicating with them or maybe you made a mistake or any of that kind of stuff. Somebody who's seen it all. That's something very, very important. Um, now, so there's three things here, right? There's a, a, a corporate credit or a corporate services business, somebody who helps you set up your LLCs properly and gives you anonymity and privacy and protection, right? Then there's a bookkeeper who tracks your expenses and make sure that you know every single month. Like I'll, I'll show you something that I have been showing people the last couple of days. I've been doing these little things. Well, I'll download this. Then I can make it bigger. That's dope. Okay. So um, if I do a book, if I do a fix and flip, Tony, do yeah. I, I, first and foremost, you're in my Slack channel. I know that's not sh fair for a lot of your clients. They're, you're not going to be in their Slack channels and all that kind of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. that depends on what client you have and all that kind of stuff. But if you look at this guys, this is what we call a P and L on an individual fix and flip. Okay. Do you know how many people have no freaking clue how much money they make on an actual fix and flip? A lot. Like a lot. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would say the majority of people have no clue. Okay. So if you look at this fix and flip, you can see how much money we make our net profit after all of our expenses, we know exactly how much that project took home. That is what a lot of people are missing. They don't have somebody tracking those expenses. They're, they're not having that conversation at all, like whatsoever. They just go, well, I think we made money because we have some money in the bank account. Okay. Um, Joel says, when you scale your business, it gets harder to track for sure. I can tell you right now, it's hard to track when you're just starting out in your first year. It's nearly impossible. And what happens is what I see, okay? Because I'm in masterminds and accountability groups and I'm all over the place talking to people. And one of the most shameful, embarrassing secrets that people keep is how 
horrible and treacherous their finances are mm -hmm. to the point where they won't file for two, three, four, five years. Even, even when I went through that situation where the guy owed me a million dollars, I had to go back through and backtrack. And we're still, Tony is still working on helping me from things from years ago that weren't yeah. done properly because I had a bad bookkeeper. I had a horrible bookkeeper. In fact, you know what's interesting? I had a full-time controller. A lot of people have no idea what a controller is, but I had a full-time controller working for me. Did I ever tell you the story about Amanda who stole 30 grand from me? You told me, yeah. Such an interesting story. So I, well, this was when I was running my construction business and she was my bookkeeper. And of course, you had to go back and try and re reconcile a lot of these things that she mm -hmm. was doing, but she was playing a, like a Chinese cup game, right? She was moving my money around and playing a Ponzi scheme inside my business. And what she did is she found one of my subcontractors with an, a very common name. And then she went and found a guy on Craigslist with that exact name. And she started writing checks to this guy and making it look like it was actually somebody on my crew. And these types of things happen. You need to have a trustworthy bookkeeper that understands your business, somebody that you can count on. That's why I said at the beginning of the show, it's ironic that her last name is Tony Counts. <laughs> Okay. So I've dealt with it all guys. I've tell, I've dealt with it all. I've dealt with so many things. Um, save yourself, your, the time, your energy. She, Tony does a lot of bookkeeping for very large people and people that are brand, brand new. Okay. So, um, Arnolfo, that's a new name for me. How do you track expenses for a specific property when you have multiple fix and flips? If it, if it is, I don't understand that. But I think you understand that. How do you, so we have, I don't know, we do 40 to 50 fix and flips a year. So Tony, how are you tracking our expenses for our fix and flips? I actually don't know the answer to this. So I track them um, in QuickBooks and also outside of QuickBooks. Um, but if you're talking about how do you track them like in QuickBooks um, for properties, there's a, a, there's a certain subscription of QuickBooks that you can subscribe to that will allow you to separate all of those properties within the um, accounting software. But um, as far as like tracking the fix and flips, like I have templates that I use um, to track outside of QuickBooks for easy reference. And then we also use Slack, which is very helpful to just put all the information in there for each property. Um, but I guess just if you could get more specific with your question. Um, here, we, here I'll, show, I'll show everybody my Slack and we'll yeah, show. And I don't, are you doing this for other clients? How are you doing that? Um, yeah, I'm in a lot of people's Slack actually. Okay. So all you guys see all these projects we have going on right here on the side chat. What's one that we just closed. We just closed one, this one on sandstone, uh, right? Uh, yeah. Sandstone. Yep. Okay. So sandstone's a property. We just made $66,000 on a fix and flip. And by the way, if you guys look at all the communication going on inside of here, you'll see Tony counts. They'll tag Tony counts in here. Okay. Pretty cool. I like that. Me too. Um, they just tag her and they guess how many people I have in here or how, I guess how many times I've spoken in here. Do you ever this see is me? It's really helpful if you guys are doing fix and flips to set up your Slack like this. It's super helpful. Is it helpful when Pace stays out of it? I like when you go in there and comment. <laughs> it's mostly just dirty jokes, basically, <laughs> or teasing. I'm just teasing somebody. But so, guys, you'll see Tony Counts and Molly and our team will communicate in here and Tony will actually pay people for us. She's obviously, she's a full like service for us. Um, she doesn't just do tracking and P&Ls for us. She does a lot more for us. Um, now it would have to depend on what you guys really need. Okay. We, we spend more money with Tony, right? 
I, in fact, Tony, I, you and I have not had a conversation about you and my personal um, bookkeeping. I feel like you've kept my bookkeeping fees very, very low because you love me like a brother, but you should raise your prices. Well, I also want to accommodate for, you know, the virtual assistance that you provide to me too. Well, come on. I mean, you, you do so much for me. It's insane. You, you and I should have that conversation on another, uh, another day. So right after the show, (laughs) what's a, what's another house that we're working on? Coolidge. That's another property that we were going to close, right? Mm -hmm. Did we record on that yet? Uh, I think that one, uh, no, Hopi trail that one closed, I think. Okay. So Molly, Cody, Laura, Molly, Cody, Laura, Molly, Cody, Laura, Look at all these offers that came in. So my look how badass my wife is. I don't even know she's doing this, dude. She's probably doing this while she's breastfeeding. Who knows how eight o'clock at night? What's this woman doing, man? She's amazing. Doesn't she have a husband that she needs to take care of? Like, what the freak? Um, okay, so buyer canceled. So we had a canceled buyer, all this kind of stuff. And when they need Tony, they'll tag her. I don't know where they're okay. Nope. Because everybody's been paid at this point in this transaction. There we go. $165 paid to Roger Pool Services. So Tony is tagged a lot of times in our Slack channel. And that is not necessarily normal for everybody's business. That's just the way that we set up our business. And if you guys are a sub two student, I'll actually show you guys how I set up my Slack channel in another Zoom. Okay. Um, that one on Coolidge, I think that one on Coolidge is going to make us like $200,000. Wow. Triple digit flip. That's a trip, a double, triple digit, <laughs> sucker. A triple double. <laughs> triple double, double. Okay, so Tony, are you ready for the tsunami of business that yes. is coming after this? I have an amazing team of bookkeepers. We are ready. But Tony, you don't just have a handful of clients. You already have 50 plus clients that you are already servicing. You have a team of people that also help you, et cetera, right? Yes, 92 books to be exact. You have 92 books to be exact currently right now. Yes. With my team of bookkeepers. My who's own your, who's your coolest client though? Who's the coolest, most dopest ass client you have? You, of course. Boom. Of course, yeah. guys. I, I trapped her. She's on the live <laughs> with me right now. Okay. So Ezra says, what's a Slack channel? So um, Ezra, if you looked at the screen, I'll pop it up one more time. Slack is a communication tool that um, a lot of people use, not just us, um, but a lot of people use Slack to communicate with their team. So if you look over here, I've got other businesses like affordable homes and I've got my media team. So if you guys look at my media team, you'll see right now we're in this transaction coordination thing. So I'll jump from business to business to business. Okay. And communicate with my employees in each individual business. Okay. I've got, uh, I think we have, I have 11 Slack channels or Slack businesses that I communicate inside of and America home offers is where my, a lot of our fix and flips are. Here's a property I'm buying actually in Texas. And um, Love Francis, which is Munif's girlfriend, is actually the transaction coordinator on this transaction right here. So there were, whenever we buy another house, we start communicating on that house, okay? And we communicate and we create a little Slack channel. So I can go up here and I can go, all right, let's create, I don't know how to, I, you can tell I don't, I'm not the one that does all this stuff, but I can come in here and go channels. I can create another channel. I can go here and create a whole new address for us to communicate in. And all the way back to the day we bought the property, all the communication on this one property stays in one column. And I go, oh, I want to know what's going on in this property. Okay, great. Well, I come over here. This is actually, do you know how much money I made on this 91st way deal? 
Tony? Um, no, I, I really don't. I, I just know that you are um, a gangster financing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the few properties I currently still have that I own or finance. And that one, I don't have any underlying debt with that one. I think my note with her is like $170,000 at nine and a half percent interest or something crazy. Mm -hmm. So um, guys, a Slack channel is a saving grace when you're building your business because you don't want to get inundated with emails and phone calls and text messages. Exactly. And then you also want to, yes. Yeah, so GT Larkins has separate channels for every property. Yeah. Hell yeah, dog. Yeah, definitely. It's how we do it. Yes. Because you can put everything in there, like from the closing statement, like all of your um, invoices from your contractors, everything can go in there. And then it's, it's just always separated. Like you always know where everything is for each property. This is a great question. Can I tell you guys something? When somebody asks me at the grocery store or Home Depot or anywhere, they go, "Can uh, would you like a copy of a receipt? I'm like, hell no. Who keeps receipts? Do you, do you wish I kept receipts? Sometimes. What, when I pull out cash to go to the casino? Yeah, like, like some stuff maybe requires a receipt, but most of it, I mean, nobody Most of really it's just online. It. You don't yeah, need any of that is. stuff. It's right? all verifiable online now. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm buying gas, you know, I'm doing this, you know, I bought laundry for my wife, you know, whatever it is that I'm doing, you know, ex that's an interesting thing. You know, all the, you know, all the things about my life. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's very interesting. And you know, you and I've never had this conversation before. If I take my wife to dinner, you know, I'm taking my wife to dinner. If you, if I go to like a lingerie store with my wife and I spend money, you know, I'm doing that. Yes. Do you? Awesome. Great. So guys, that's a good bookkeeper. It's all part I, she, of the business. <laughs> it's part of the business. That's right? why you have to have a bookkeeper that's confidential. Yes. That's funny. And, and trustworthy. I've never and trustworthy. Because mm -hmm. I don't want you giving any of my tips away to Cody. Exactly. <laughs> okay. There's a reason why I got kids and Cody doesn't have kids yet. I got, <laughs> I got secrets. Okay. Um, okay. So let's go through. There's a whole bunch of stuff. How do I get my bookkeeper to know that I'm letting them go? They have my QuickBooks. That's a great question because yeah, that is. Um, I don't have my own book, my QuickBooks either. I don't even have my login. Right. So Tony, let's say, um, have you ever had somebody let you go as a, as a bookkeeper or is that pretty rare? Um, in a, in a different business, not in my own business. Um, but I do have another bookkeeping business here with a business partner and we did have somebody, um, let us go in there. But yeah. I, you know, here's what I kind of feel about with you is that at some point, somebody might get to a point where they're doing, you know, $20 million a year in a business and they might go, I need to have a full-time bookkeeper on staff yeah. and a controller and things of that right. nature. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, I see that sometimes with some of my clients, like I, I actually have one right now that I, they're doing like such large scale things that I, you know, I mean, business is business. If it comes to that, you know, I wish them well and I would support that 100% and even like help get their new person integrated because I get attached to my clients. Like I, I just want them to succeed. So a control, uh, Munif, a controller is somebody who's right below a CFO. Okay. As you, as you guys grow your business, what's going to happen is a controller controls your money. They control everything. They're the ones working on your credit lines. They're the ones paying the bills. They're the ones managing the bookkeepers and the payroll department. Typically people don't have a, a controller until you're a pretty sizable business. Do we have a controller at start virtual? Uh, I don't think so. We just have a CFO. Yeah. 
Okay. So, um, we don't, you don't need one every, in every business, but some businesses, depending on the structure, a, a controller is somebody who is literally like looking at the business, the finances of the business and saying, how do I expand credit lines? How do I go and leverage our credit to go do this? How do I go get lines of credit at trade, you know, trades, right? Like home Depot, a controller would go, why are we using an American express at home Depot for all of these fix and flips? Why don't we go get a credit line or a trade line at home Depot and get additional points and things of that nature and control a controller or uh, Caleb's Christopher says sometimes called a comp troller. That is correct. Mm -hmm. You are, they're going out there and they're doing more. They're like strategically building the, the finances of the business and they typically will manage the bookkeepers. Okay. Um, I can tell you Juan, Melendez says, we don't need to save receipts. Do I save receipts? No. Hell no. <laughs> Hell, guys, this is my whole life is on this phone. I, even I have two credit, I have two cards on my wallet. I don't put any receipts in my pocket. I don't have a purse. I don't have any of that kind of crap, guys. You don't need to keep receipts at all because technology allows you to, have, uh, to do that. Tony has, so Tony, you have full access to my um, bank accounts. Do you always have full access to bank accounts for people like, or do you sometimes just have the login to extract the data and put it into QuickBooks? I have uh, full access to a few of my clients' bank accounts, but I, uh, if I don't have full access, I'll have like a restricted access, but yeah. I would actually, you know what? I would say you are my controller. Like now that yeah. I'm thinking about it, you play more of a controller role in my life. Yeah. I mean, when I was in corporate, I was a controller. So, I mean, it's, I guess it's just my, what I'm used to. Because <laughs> what you do for me is I just, I'm so grateful for you. I, I love you so much. You're so amazing. Like you go, hey, Pace, you have no money in your bank account and you have $50,000 in bills coming up in three days. We need to pull money from here and here and here. And I'm like, I don't even have to reply. You just do it. You're like, oh, let me pull money here. Let me do this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, who is this woman? She's so yeah. unbelievable. Um, so you do, you do that stuff for me. You also wire my deals. So like, I'll copy yeah. you. You're, you play more of a controller role for me. And so I, it's yeah. not a good expectation for everybody to say, oh my gosh, I want the pace package. Maybe yeah, you'll end I get up that doing a lot. <laughs> I so, want what pace has. <laughs> yeah, so what you'll do for me also is like, I've got this deal on Amy Brooke. I'm closing next week that I have $101,000. I don't know where that 101 grand is coming from yet, but I, you know, I'll figure out where it's coming from. And you will be the one that wires the money. You'll be the one that makes sure that we close escrow and you will be the one that makes sure that my money is secure and I have a note and deed of trust and all that kind of stuff. And at some point this summer, I'm going to hire an asset manager to take some of those responsibilities off your plate. But you have been so unbelievable for me. You make sure my insurance is there. I, you pay the this. There's even been times where you go, hey, your insurance is canceling on this property. Let me go get you new insurance. Like you mm -hmm. watch my business and you care about my business. And you have the eyes of somebody that should be doing that. So I'm not everybody will get that and not everybody needs that. Um, most people right now just need tracking and they need to understand where their money's going and they need to get a, when you send over a report, for example, what is that report called? How often do you guys send over reports typically? So um, we send reports every Friday. Um, it's just a, a PL and it's just going to show you like your prior weeks, um, just one week snapshot PL. And that, that comes every Friday. And that's just more so you can like be up to date with what's going on in your business. But um, you also get a monthly report um, by the 15th of the following month when the month closes, and then a quarterly report by the 15th of the following month when the quarter closes. 
Yeah. Um, okay, I love that. Caleb Christopher. Not that I want to deviate the conversation this way. And some people are going to be like, they want to know. And Tony's like, I, I dramatic. I'm telling you, I dramatically underpay her for this. Um, but you also provide me. You know that um, Gretchen also has an assistant now too. That's how big we've gotten. Amazing. To, yeah, because well, we're integrating her into the bookkeeping department because she just has a wealth of knowledge. She's been working side by side with me since January 2021. So it's just it only makes sense just to bring her over there, but. So we have um, an assistant that's working with Gretchen now too. That's amazing. I know. Okay, so um, I, I don't I don't know what I pay you. I, I, I guys I tell I'm telling you I pay her probably one third of what I should be paying her, um, but I believe I pay a thousand dollars a month. Is that right? Uh, yes. Okay, but here's the thing, guys. I, I her and I have been together for a long time. Um, her and I also own a business together, another business. So there's things that she does for me. But literally a week ago, I'm like, I, you texted me and go, hey, I'm going to pay myself for the month. And I'm like, you are, I'm, I was thinking you are underpaying me dramatic, or you're undercharging me dramatically. So we got to fix that. But again, okay. we, we'd set that up three years ago. Yeah, we, we did set that it. up three years ago. But I mean, also, you know, like I'm also working with other people too. So it's not like I'm, on your business 40 hours a week. Like everybody gets a piece of my time. Right. You know, um, so I try to be fair for that too. Brittany Berryman asked a great, great question that actually um, ties into that. Okay. Her question is, can everybody on your team do what you do? Because there's always going to be a fear of like, well, you're the shit obviously, but like if Gretchen comes over and she's helping out and she's doing my tracking and all that kind of stuff, is Gretchen going to screw up my stuff? No. The reality is Gretchen probably does the majority of the heavy lifting with my bookkeeping and you're the one that oversees everything. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, perfect. So like Brittany, I, I haven't brought up Gretchen, but Gretchen's one of several people she has on her team. Gretchen manages and tr does my tracking and sends my reports. I see it come from her email. I never communicate with Gretchen. I just see her name all the time. I communicate with Tony because she's my sister, basically. Um, I don't know. Do you communicate with all of your clients or would like a Gretchen end up talking to a Brittany Berryman or do you, are you always the one that's communicating with them? I communicate with all of my clients in my business. Um, but the, the Calendly link for the bookkeeping service, um, I do, I am in, involved in that business as well, but it's a different type of service than my personal clients. It's just got a it, bookkeeping got it, got service where, you know, I'm overseeing all the bookkeepers, we have um, <clears throat> weekly training sessions three times a week. So we're heavily involved, but we try to, you know, we try to integrate when, when it's necessary. Yes. Okay, cool. So let's go through, does Tony also offer payroll services? How do, how do we do our payroll? How do you do our, I don't even know. I have no clue. Um, so I do your payroll through QuickBooks and, um, and then I also use Gusto too, but um, our bookkeeping service right now does not offer payroll services. And, and why is that? We're just um, not to that point yet. Um, it's something that will come up in the future, but- it's Can you just, help people point them in the right direction? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, could, I definitely can help people do that. Okay, so Jonathan, let me ask you a question. Would it make sense for Tony? He says, does Tony do a P&L for each of your projects? Would it make sense for her to only do P&Ls on some of them and not on the others? That would be kind of- that would be kind of crazy, right? So she, no, she does it for every property. She communicates mm -hmm. on every property. I have a PL on every single house I do. 
And the great thing about Tony too is that she, I have a spreadsheet with all of my cash flowing Airbnbs and all of my properties. And she knows all of my properties month in and month out how much my actual net cash flow is. So when you guys hear me talk about, yeah, I, I made this much cash flow and I made this much appreciation. I, my properties are worth this much money and I own this many houses. I don't know any of that shit. Somebody else put it together for me. My job is to go buy more houses, not to track what I have. My job is to go buy more houses, not to track what I have. So what happens for a lot of people is they get stuck. Like, how do I scale? How do I grow? How do I get past this? First, it takes a lot of business owners like three or four years to get past a 15-minute phone call they should have just had with a bookkeeper and go, holy crap, this is literally one of the first three people I should have added to my team. People call me and go, all right, I'm ready to scale. Who should I add to my team? What's the first hire? I go, bookkeeper all day long. A bookkeeper is your first employee right out of the gate because it's going to take a lot of the tracking and the minutia and the stupid stuff off your plate. The next person you're going to, because you can outsource that. You don't need a full-time bookkeeper. Even I don't have a full-time bookkeeper. I outsource bookkeeping to Tony. Okay. Yeah, Most people don't need a full-time bookkeeper. There's not enough to do to have somebody full-time. Um, let's see here. Gusto is awesome. Okay. I don't, I, that's cool. Um, Munif says, as long as somebody on the team can help me with the chaos I've created, I don't care who is on the team. Now, Tony, um, you've created the, the systems, the processes and all that kind of stuff. And obviously you operate and manage the team. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Yes. People always want to, for me, like, here's the challenge is like anybody that comes into my world, they see how I treat my sub two students and it's like a white glove service. I do everything for them. I'm fighting for them all the time. And so what happens is when people are in my orbit, like Tony counts or PCS, there's sometimes an expectation of like, well, are they going to treat me and care about me as much as Pace does? And I can tell you guys, I would not bring Tony on here if that the answer to that was no, maybe, kind of, sort of, okay? Oh, holy moly. She's booked until the ninth of the month. Do you have another Calendly uh -oh. link? I had 82 spots open before we got on here. Um, well, what's funny is Obi-Wan says 425 in the chat, only 82 likes. That's the 82 likes are the 82 people that booked a call. <laughs> Do you have the ability to adjust your calendar and open up yeah, more spots? Yeah, I, I do. I can do that. Right take now. a minute and do it. I'll freaking chat these these mofos right. up while you do that. I can do that right now. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Cool. Um, I don't know where. I know we're going to talk about it, but please don't forget to talk about. Oh, how to pay yourself? That's a good one because honestly, this is so challenging for so many freaking people to actually understand this. Okay. Um, they, people don't understand how to pay themselves. Cause it, can I, I'm going to go through my corporate structure real quick and you understand my corporate structure, which I am so grateful for. Thank you so much for caring about me, Tony. You're welcome. Why do, why do my sisters not love me as much as my Tony count sister loves me? That's just sibling rivalry. There it is. They, they hate me cause they ain't me. I get it. Okay. So I have a trust. Okay, I have a living trust. I'm gonna I'm gonna go full screen. So let me know when you're ready. Okay. Okay. So I have a, a I have a living trust. All right. And then underneath that trust, I have a holding company, and that holding company is called Sawaro Cactus Holdings. Okay. Sawaro Cactus is the basically the state tree for Arizona. <laughs> That's funny. It it actually is. So, the Sawaro Cactus. Okay. 
Saguaro Cactus Holdings is an LLC, but I call it a holding company. And underneath Saguaro Cactus, I have so many LLCs, so many, so many, so many, so many, okay? What happens is all of these LLCs make money, okay? They all make money. I don't know. Tony, do I, do I have any um, LLCs that don't make money? Um, I mean, you have a few that are just dormant. Like we, cre we created them, but we haven't put stuff in them yet. Well, you, they were already there when I came on board. Oh, range, range yeah, mule and King. Ones, yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Um, those ones that I anticipated building a business, we ended up not doing it. So I kept the LLC sitting there dormant until I'm ready to go. Got it. Okay. So yeah. what happens is I make money in, let's say, Mm, let's say I have a, a business right here, my fix and flip business. Okay. So my fix and flip business pays me probably 50 grand a month. So let's say it pays me $50,000 a month. Essentially we follow a profit first model. Okay. So any money that I pay myself ends up going to uh, my holding company. And then my holding company pays me personally to pace. Now, I'm a little aggressive. How much do I pay myself every single year, Tony? What's the dollar amount? The W-2 number or the- Yeah, my, um, w my W-2 number, yeah. Oh, your W-2 number. Um, this year it's gonna be 55. And did I, did I approve that or is that you guys just changing that up? Um, well, yeah, that was under the advice of Dustin. Okay, cool. So she did not ask me, guys. She knows better than because I do. Because I know you're not gonna like it. I'll, uh, yeah, I, that's, a, that's a true statement. So. Um, basically I paid myself last year. What did I pay myself? 35. Okay. So guys, I make millions of dollars a year. Okay. But I only paid myself 35 grand. Okay. I make millions of dollars a year, but I only paid myself $35,000. Now the thing that melts people's brains. Okay. Because m the money I make here comes to me through a K one. Okay. And the K one pays my holding company. My holding company essentially is my S corp. Okay. So this is my S corp. This is where I file everything. And essentially all the K ones, K one is a filing document for every, it's the, it's the P and L essentially for it's the tax document for every one of these LLCs goes to Saguaro Cactus. It just all goes right up to Saguaro Cactus and says, Hey, Hey, this is how much money we made. So Saguaro Cactus deals with all that income and then Saguaro Cactus, um, we didn't pay any taxes last year. Actually, we got a tax return. We got a tax return. Do you know we got a tax return this year of like $2,300? The refund? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So what happens is I pay zero income taxes. Okay. Zero income taxes. But my S Corp is where I file my taxes right there for all of my LLCs. And then I pay myself, at least last year, I paid myself $35,000. Now, why do I do that? This is an interesting conversation because a lot of people have a hard time understanding. They think, okay, they think that nothing is, a, like I, everything in my life is a write-off. Is there anything that you would say is not a write-off in my life besides going to the casino? Um, the stuff for your pets. Stuff for my pets. Okay. Houdini. <laughs> oh yeah, the poo the poo picker picker uppers. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't okay, know so, how to I don't know how to write that off. Okay, but everything else you would say you write off, right? Yeah, pretty much. 
So like the the problem with most people is they go, well, that's a personal expense. It's like, no, I went to dinner with my wife, who's my business partner. Oh, well, that, you know, you went to the polo store because I'll go to the polo store and buy a new jacket. I'm going to buy a new jacket tomorrow from polo. I'm speaking on stage again. I'm going to buy a new jacket. A new jacket will cost $1,500 for that jacket. I know it's crazy. I get it. Some people are going to be like, oh my gosh, you've spent 1500 Guys, I speak on stage for part of my living. So I, yes, I spend a little bit of money. So I go to Polo, I'll spend $1,500. And what happens is people go, well, that's a personal expense. How do you write that? Guys, that's a uniform. That's what I do for a living. That's a write-off. Literally everything I have in, in my life is a write-off. Okay. It's very, very few things in my life are not write-offs. So when people have a problem with like, how do you pay yourself? I rarely pay myself. I rarely pay myself. I invest in more real estate and all that kind of stuff. My businesses pay all of my expenses. Okay. What I don't understand is what accounts you use to buy food, groceries, et cetera. Um, think about this as well, Ingrid. You and your husband are in business together. You guys are business partners. Go read the book from Tom Wilwright. Tax-free wealth by Tom Wilwright. Your groceries are a write-off. Your food is a write-off. You are having meals with your spouse who is also your business partner. Okay, you structure your businesses correctly. There really is very, very few, very, very few things that are not write-offs that you can just put on your credit card, okay? Um, yeah, Jonathan Newsom says, I hope you all are taking notes. This is a bookkeeping corporate structure and pay yourself class for free. It's crazy what I'm telling for free. It's easier to do this on Zoom, honestly, than it is to do on YouTube Live. But um, your whole life is about your business. Yeah, that's correct. And also my whole life insurance policy is also a write-off as well. Um, you can have many properties in an LLC as long as it's in the same state as you establish your LLC. Actually, I have multiple state, I have multiple properties all over the country in one LLC. Um okay, so Steve, this is a problem, Tony. People I are know, having I saw that. I don't how know. do we fix I, that? I opened up a lot more on my calendar. Um, I think what's happening is he's he's answering the questions and and by the time he finishes the slot he reserved is already taken by someone that answered them quicker. That's what it sounds like to me. Because there's um 10 questions on there that have to be answered to book a call. Okay. At the end of the call, at the end of the, the thing, if you guys can't book a call, I'll give you guys her email or an email that you can book with. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can do that. I'll so check this out. Angela says, I write off pet supplies because our, we have a bounty hunting business. Damn, oh, I wish I had nice. Yeah. I want to start a bounty nice. hunting business. That would be so sick. Put in your nonprofit. I should put in my nonprofit. Yes. We'll, we'll track down bad people for free. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> okay, so um, let's see. I almost want to have, let me, let me call Ingrid real quick. She's on here. Let me call Ingrid. Ooh, you, you know Sean St. Clair is an awesome attorney when he sends you four emails on Sunday night. He's working. Wow. He's working. Hello to the most amazing mentor ever. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm so, it's so hard for me to do this on YouTube Live. It's so much easier on Zoom, so I could just call on you and bring you on the stage. But um, mm -hmm. this is a little hack I can do. I can call you. So does that help you answer your question about that? Or do you want to deep dive into that? Well, um, because of you, now I have a whole bunch of these LLCs mm -hmm. and I get confused on 
where I can actually spend from. Okay. I would do it from your holding company. From my holding company. Yep. Ah, okay. Okay. Got it. Because you're, so essentially I'll, I'll, I'll break that down on the, on the thing real quick, but essentially, um, the way I would do it is I would say, let's, let's simplify this. Are you watching me right now? I am. I'm watching you. (laughs) Cool. All right. So let's say that I've got my holding LLC, right? And mine's called again, it's Saguaro Cactus, but we'll just call it holding LLC for right now. And let's say that I've got three, let's say I've got four LLCs, right? One is my wholesale business. Mm-hmm. One is my fix and flip business. Mm-hmm. And I've got maybe an Airbnb business. An affiliate business now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You're making some affiliate stuff, which is great. Good, good for you. Okay, so where does that money go? That money should essentially have its own, the, each individual business will have its own expenses, okay? In each one of them, right? Because you'll have office expenses and internet and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, or a fix and flip is going to have its own expenses underneath there, right? Mm-hmm. When you are paying yourself or you are essentially doing um, owner pay and div- uh, quarterly dividends through profit first, that money goes to your holding company. Right. Okay. So from your holding company, then what I do is I have an American Express mm-hmm. that also has now at that point additional expenses that I write off inside that holding company. Does that make sense? So now what happens is that holding company will have its own money sitting in there. I can buy things. I can go buy a company car. I can go do, you know, go to Disneyland with my kids and write that off. I could do a whole bunch of things inside this holding company that I might not have been able to do inside of the L- the fix and flip LLC. Does that make sense? Yes, that does. Okay. Okay. Um, so what I then do is Tony goes and writes a Pace Morby payroll because she wants to show that I at least bring in some sort of personal income. So last year I paid myself $35,000 and that goes to me personally and it sits in a personal bank account Uh of which I forget that I even have money in there. Okay. So that money goes over there. There's 35 grand that gets paid to me, but everything else is a complete write-off and it is all done through the holding company. Okay. Yeah, I just wasn't sure. Well, I'm I'm glad you're telling me it's in the holding LLC. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I registered holding LLC to not own any assets. One. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't hold any assets. All it does right. is have cash. Right. It has cash, and then so my presumption there was that it would send it to my personal. No. So then, then how would? No. 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 Because the majority, remember, the majority of the stuff that you make in your businesses is a write-off. So why would you pay yourself all that money just to then take in income, right? Mm-hmm. You don't you don't need to show that income because it's you don't need it in your personal, right? Right. What the the okay. biggest the biggest challenge is right here in this world. Everybody's so used to paying themselves everything, mm-hmm. and multi multi millionaires don't pay themselves anything. Like 50 grand a year, maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So then I would pay like my, my, wait, what about like my mortgage? My, my mortgage is paid for out of my trust, right? Cause my truck, my tr- my home is owned by my trust. Okay. Got it. I haven't gotten to that part yet in, in what I've evolved. <laughs> 
I still have to finish um, that piece. But you said out of your trust. Yep. So. My, tr- my trust owns very few things. Okay. My trust owns my personal home uh-huh. and a couple of personal vehicles and that's it. And then, and then also my whole life insurance policy is in my trust. Uh-huh. Okay. Everything else. So whole life, my, my personal house that I, I own, all that kind of stuff that's in my trust. So those bills get paid for out of that trust. Out of that trust. So the trust has its own bank account too. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Okay. Now my holding company doesn't hold any assets. Okay. Mm-hmm. My holding company literally just is there to hold L to hold LLCs. So technically right. you could argue that my holding company does have assets because my holding company actually owns the LLCs that has all the assets. Does that make sense? Right. Mm-hmm. So um, my holding company is owned by my trust. Okay. Everything is owned by my trust. Okay. So my trust owns the holding company. The holding company owns all the LLCs. Does that make sense? Yes. So if you, if you go through, let's do this really, really quick. Okay. Does that answer your question so I can use both my hands? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay. So check this out. This is a very interesting thing. If you guys don't mind, I'll give you guys a little quick are you guys getting, are you guys, is this good? Anybody learning a thing or two? Okay, so, Witchley says this is mind-blowing. Well, let me show you a couple mind-blowing things for y'all, okay? If we go to, I did this earlier in the Gator Lending training, and people lost their freaking minds on this stuff. So let's let's go through it just for a couple minutes. So Arizona Corporation Commission Search. I'm going to do a screen share in just a second, guys. So just give me a minute. Tony, Tony is like, oh my gosh, I thought Pace is making me stay up till 11 o'clock at night and he's just going to Kanye West this whole entire thing. (laughs) It's fine. Okay, so here we go. This is the Arizona Corporation Commission. So what this means, guys, is this is where I can go search other people's LLC. So when I was a dumbass, and I didn't set up my LLC properly. I, number one, named my LLC after myself because I'm a stupid ass, okay? Everybody does that. Everybody does it. Don't ever do that, okay? Don't ever do that, okay? And guess who the agent's name is? Pace J. Morby. So no anonymity whatsoever, okay? So you can see there's the address to my PO box. There's my, there's my personal name. If you look at the document history, let's look at the articles of organization, some dumbass named Pace Morby signed the document. Like, what the freak, man? What a du- what a dummy! And I thought I was so cool signing my LLC and doing all this stuff. That's Guys, why everybody does this because it's so, so like empowering, you know. It's like yes. And people yeah. are like, wait, 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 what, 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 what? How, how am I supposed to do it? All right, guys, let's but let me can't show scale you. Scale a business called that. Oh, you can't scale a business that's named after you. That is correct. So let's go through this. Let's start with American Home Offers, okay? So I'll, I'll do a little, um, let me stop screen share and let me go to my white board for a second, okay? So let's make it very simple for a lot, for a lot of you guys, okay? The way it works for me is I have a trust, Okay, and the trust does multiple things for you. The trust avoids probate. 
what does that mean? That means that if I die today, my estate doesn't have to go, go, my estate, everything I own, everything that is in all my LLCs does not have to go through this, through probate process. Okay. My trust allows me to avoid all of that kind of stuff. Does that make sense? The other thing that the trust also does is it gives me anonymity. Okay. Secrecy. Secrets. Okay. Nobody knows, nobody knows who I am because you cannot find out the owner of a trust unless you sue me, okay? Now, my trust owns my holding company, which is an LLC, but my LLC's name, I'll give it to you guys right here on the live. I'm just basically giving this all away. Saguaro Cactus Holdings, okay? Saguaro Cactus. Underneath that, I own a company called Sell Easy. Now, I, I own other ones, okay? A lot of other ones on the same line, right? Lots of other LLCs. But Sell Easy was my wholesale business before I met Cody. This is where I was doing all my wholesale business before I met Cody. And then when Cody and I decided to partner up, Cody and I then decided to go start a business called American Home Offers. So a lot of you guys will know that. So American Home Offers LLC is owned 50% by Sell Easy LLC and 50% by Cody's LLC. Okay. And then does Aho, what does Aho own? Does Aho own any other LLCs underneath it? Um, I think they do. I'd have to pull up your chart though. Let me see if I can get that real quick. Okay, cool. Um, so Jeff is saying that he says, by the way, uh, prime corporate services can set all this structure up for you. So go to prime corporate services. Okay. A lot of my students are using them, love them. They're awesome. Um, code pace prime corporate services.com forward slash pace. That's who sets up all of our LLCs. That's who sets up all of our stuff. Okay. So now does that make sense? Everybody, my trust owns my, my holding company, my, Sell, my holding company owns my wholesale business. And at that point, there was a point where Cody and I actually did not own our wholesale business together. So I had my LLC. So when we decided to partner, Tony was like, well, what LLC do you want to partner? And I go, well, let's just create a new LLC and I'll have that LLC own that. Okay. Seems complicated for some people that are brand new, but it's really, really simple. Okay. So um, let me show you now that I'll go here and let's go a little screen share okay so aho owns blue acorn owns the fix and flip company and pcgs and the title oh dope company. okay so there's multiple llc's underneath there love it okay this is great then i'll start with that what's that what's that one called blue acorn uh blue acorn investments okay cool so let's pull up blue acorn i've actually never pulled this up but let's pull it up blue acorn investments Okay, so Blue Acorn Investments right now, you guys can see who's the person that set it up. Fowler St. Clair, my attorney here, local in Arizona. Okay, that's who I had signed the documents. PCS set up the LLC. Sean St. Clair signed the documents for us, which is our attorney. PCS does have services that do that, by the way. And so if you guys go in here and you look at the articles of organization, you will see the actual owner of this LLC is actually American Home Offers. You'll never see our personal names on anything. And then look at the signatures. The signature is Sean St. Clair, who's our attorney. 
So you'll never see my name on an LLC ever. You'll never see my name on an LLC. So it's like, okay, well, let's say somebody wants to sue Blue Acorn Investments. They're going to go, okay, well, let's find out what they own. Let's find out who the people are. Let's go see all their assets. Well, I just pulled up Blue Acorn Investments. It doesn't show any real person on here other than an attorney. I don't know who these people are or anything other than I just found out that Blue Acorn Investments is actually owned by American Home Offers. Okay, well, let's go to American Home Offers. All right. Well, American Home Offers, let's go find this out. All right. Well, damn it. All right. American Home Offers, the agent's name is Registered Agents Incorporated. There's a statutory agent. Doesn't mean, okay, well, damn, this address is what the freak. All right. Where's the people? I don't see any members. I don't see who are the people that own this shit. Okay, well, let's go to the let's go to the documents. Let's find out who signed for the documents and let's find out who the owner of this LLC is. Cloud Capital and Sell Easy AZ. What the freak? Okay, and the organizer is Danielle Graham, another attorney. What the freak? Doesn't a human being own this? Okay, well, he they just said um, Sell Easy, so I guess we'll go to Sell Easy. Well, sure enough, there's a human being that owns Sell Easy. Okay, so I'm going to click on that. Um, nope, there's no real address other than uh, like a P.O. box. There is no member associated and there's a document history but let's pull that up sure enough there's going to be a human being sure enough there's going to be a freaking human being on this um no signature other than damn okay so saguaro cactus holdings llc is the name of the company owns this one okay well it's a holding company so i'm sure we'll find out who the owner of Saguaro Cactus Holdings is. All right. So Saguaro Cactus Holdings, I go here. The agent's name is not a human being. That sucks. Trying to find out what assets they own. This is crazy. All right. Well, I'll go to document history. All right. Well, articles of organization. My gosh, I'm sick of this. I'm sure there's somebody that owns this. Wait a minute. You're telling me that a living trust owns all of this and an attorney signed on these documents? Any attorney that sees that this is owned by a living trust is going to go, the only way you're going to find out who the owner of that living trust is, is to subpoena them and sue them and spend money to find out. Okay. So does this help people? You guys, does this help you guys understand how this is supposed to be set up? Why do you want anonymity for your business? Wow. When you own properties, you will have lawsuits. You will have lawsuits from tenants. You will have, now think about this. I'm on a TV show. Do you think I want people to live, know where I live? Do, do you think I want my tenants to know that I'm Pace Morby? Think about that. If you have a tenant that is not paying their rent, we've had this happen to us, by the way. Do you remember the lady that we went to court with, Tony, and she wrapped her toilet with saran wrap? Do you remember that story? Um, was that the TikTok girl? Yes, the TikTok yeah, girl. I remember. So, guys, we had a tenant last year um, that wrapped her toilet with saran wrap to play a joke on her boyfriend, who is an ex-con or a, a, a convicted felon, which is fine if somebody's in here is a convicted felon, but we don't allow convicted felons in our, our property, so she was obviously breaking our lease agreement. She played this joke on her boyfriend and they, to try and get him to pee all over our bathroom by wrapping it with saran wrap the joke was on she put it on tiktok 
Okay, this is how we found out about this. And then after the joke was over, she took the saran wrap and jammed it down the toilet and it flooded through the first level down to the second level. And then what she did is a week later, she called and she said, I have mold in my apartment. I have mold in my apartment. Okay, interesting. So good thing my wife is a gangster. She went and found this lady on TikTok and found this girl doing this prank to her boyfriend on TikTok and found that she's the one that caused the water damage. Well, here's what happened. We, she stopped making her payments. She stopped giving a crap about our property and we went to sue her and evict her during COVID. Okay, so this is when everybody's saying, you can't evict people during COVID. Well, we evicted this stupid, silly girl. And she, when we were in court, I remember I was standing, I was in my mastermind. I had, it was a, an appointed court date and I was doing it virtually. I was standing in my mastermind and this lady was freaking out because she was like, who is the owner of this property? Why can, why can I not know who the owner is? She's like searching. She's deep diving, trying to find who the owner of the property was. You imagine if she found out who you are and where you live and where your children sleep and all of those kind of things. Why would you not want anonymity with your LLCs? That's the better question. Why would you not want anonymity? My, I, I don't want anybody knowing anything. The other thing is if you do get a lawsuit, right? Let's say I have a, a lawsuit in an unrelated business, right? We own a lot of businesses. If I have a business that has a problem, maybe a partner disagreement or something like that, I don't want my LLCs or any of my other properties known to anybody else unless I'm a partner with them. They don't know everything that I own and where it's at. Cody Barton doesn't know where all my stuff is. Let's say hypothetically, Cody and I get into a, a legal dispute. Cody can't find out where all my assets are. No attorney can find out where my assets are. You can't. It's an impossibility. You can't find out what I own because you don't know all the LLCs and all the structure and, and you can't even prove that I'm the owner. My name's not on anything. Okay. So let's, let's do, let me show you one last thing before I, I, I do maybe a couple of more Q and A's with you guys. By the way, if you're trying to book a call with Tony counts, I think she's opened up some more um, spots. I did. Yes. Okay, cool. Let me put the link in there. And if so, anybody's having problems, you can email me afterwards and I'll, I'll work you in. All right. So here's one of the most important pieces of advice that you guys will learn. Okay. Right here. Let me just do a little screen share for you. Oh, that's a horrible one. Hold on. Let's make this one. I'll just do it right here. Let's do a boom. There we go. Way better. Something that you guys need to write down right now. You guys want to learn how the wealthy stay wealthy? Here's how you do it. It's right here. One quick little image. Own nothing control everything. John D. Rockefeller, one of the wealthiest human beings in history, not, uh, not just in his time, in all of history, John D. Rockefeller was one of the most wealthy people of all time. He had nothing in his name. Nothing. Own nothing, control everything. This is why LLCs and the proper corporate structure is imperative. It's critical. It is a requirement. Okay. 
Remember that. Own nothing, control everything. So I control all of those LLCs, okay? I control all those LLCs, but guess what? You can't prove I do. My name's not on a single one, okay? All right, so, man, I, I don't know if anybody's getting value from this, but hopefully people are learning a thing or two. Tony, you're booked up clear up through July. What number do I call to make a phone appointment? Thank you. Um, you can drop my email address in here. I would, but I don't know how to do it. Um, where can I do that? I'll, I'll, I'll put it in there. Okay. And then I can, I can fit people in. Me counts the most important person in my business, which business Tony innovation counts. Yes. That one. Boom. Tony, T-O-N-I at innovationcounts.com. It should get you set up. Okay. Tony, Tony has Perfect. done it again. Thanks, Cody. Um, has anybody gotten any value tonight, by the way? Um, Chris says, Pace, would you please talk about the pluses and minus of taking a distribution versus salary in addition to salary? Actually, I don't know the answer to that. Tony, what is the, what do I do? You pay me a salary plus a distribution. Is that correct? Yes. The salary is just to comply with the S-Corp because if you're an S-Corp, you have to pay yourself a salary. Okay, great. And um, so what would be, I guess the minus for that is that you're not com in compliance with S-Corp and an S-Corp. By the way, guys, is an LLC an S-Corp and is an S-Corp an LLC? The answer is yes, it is. Okay. An S corp is not an actual entity. An S corp is the way you elect to file your taxes through your LLC. So you're always an LLC. If you're an S corp, okay. You're just filing. You're an LLC electing to file as an S corp. Okay. That's the difference. So people go, Hey, should I get an, an S corp or an LLC? I'm like, wait, what? You, you are, you are an LLC if you're filing an, as an S corp. Okay. Um, so if you are in compliance with an S corp, it sounds like you need to be doing a, a salary plus a distribution because the salary is where you actually save the majority of your taxes because you're self-employed and that's the whole entire reason why mm -hmm. you go to a, an S corp, right? Yep. Okay, cool. Exactly. Um, Ooh, for your personal home, did you avoid paying capital gains when you sold them? I don't sell my personal homes, Joel. I keep all them shits. And, and by the way, when I buy a property, I keep it. And if I, if I want to pull out the equity, like let's look at one right now. I haven't done this one yet on this property, but I'm probably thinking about doing this when the interest rates come back down. This is one of a bunch, Sterling. Oh, okay. Do you know how much money I made on Sterling so far? A lot. I know. The last couple of months on Airbnb were like heavy. Like there was a couple mm -hmm. $10,000 net months. I was thinking about retiring on that that month. I was like, shit, I don't need to work anymore. Um, okay, so let's let's do this. So share screen and let's look at Sterling for just a second. So here's a property I bought subject to. Okay, I bought it not even three three years ago, two and a half years ago. I bought it for 372, 788, subject to. I don't know what I owe on that now. I probably owe 350 or something on that, something like that. I can but, pull it up. But I oh I make I think we make an average of like four to ten thousand dollars depending on the 
time of the year net in our pocket, four to 10 grand in um, January, February, March this year, we made a lot of money. But look at the, look how much equity I have. I have 300,000 plus in equity, right? So a lot of people would look at that, Joel, and go, should I, should I sell that property, take that equity and go buy something else? No. What smart people do is when you get a lot of equity like that, you refinance and you get that money through a refinance and that money is tax free because it's not income. It is considered debt. So you look at Robert Kiyosaki. I had dinner with him two weeks ago. Me, the owner of Prime Corporate Services and Steve, Har uh, or I'm sorry, Steve Harwood, the owner of Prime Corporate Services and uh, Robert Kiyosaki and Jamil all had dinner. And we were talking about this and he's like, I literally have lived my life on refinancing and I've be I became a billionaire by just refinancing all the properties. You don't sell anything, okay? Unless it's a crappy deal that you just are like, I hate this, but you rarely ever, 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 ever sell a property, okay? Um, let's see here. Good idea. You have a lot of equity on the home. So at some point, um, so Tony, are you pretty up to speed on why I would do an S corp or a C corp? No, that's not a question for me. Okay. That's more of like a CPA thing, right? Yeah. Should we, should we bring my CPA on here guys? Do you guys want me to bring, I'm playing golf with them tomorrow. Should I bring our CPA on here next week? Would that be helpful for everybody? What if PCS uses your personal address for your entity creation, new entity needed Zane? Um, this is why you need to use my code. Okay. Prime Corporate Services knows how I educate people on how to set up LLCs. If you guys just go to Prime Corporate Services directly without using the code PACE or the code ABC, what's going to happen is Prime Corporate Services is going to treat you like any other client that doesn't care about anonymity. A lot of clients don't care about anonymity. It doesn't cost anything extra. Just do it the right way. Okay. Uh, Liam Keen says, PACE 18 holes. 18 questions. I've done that before. It's in the way of playing golf, unfortunately. Right. So primecorporateservices.com forward slash pace if you guys want to get that kind of stuff in. Yes, I will bring my CPA. Okay. A personal home that is in your own name and has a mortgage, can it be transferred into a trust? Yes, it can be. Tony is fine with me, but sure, pace. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Um, ooh, I, we got some Tinder stuff in here. I don't know what you guys are doing over here in the side chat. We got some Tinder people. I love it. It's great. Um, all right. Do you don't even sell to 1031 into multifamily? Um, yeah. So there you go. There's how you avoid taxes, right? So Liam, if you are going to 1031 into multifamily, then that's perfectly fine. But you don't sell and then pay the gain, right? Anytime you want a large chunk of money out of your real estate holdings, what you do is a refinance. You don't sell. A lot of people uh, have the fallacy or, or commit the fallacy of commit the crime. Essentially, it's not a real crime, but it's like a crime against real estate is that they go sell real estate when they want to get a chunk of money. Real estate investors are smarter than that. What they do is they refinance. They pull out cash. We did that last like fourth quarter of last year. We pulled out. We did a bunch of refinances, like five or mm -hmm. six of them, me and Cody. And I don't know what we did with the money, but we did, we did, we buy more shit. What did we do with that money? Do you have any idea? Um, it just went towards the, the flips that were. Oh, he just on. kept it. He just reinvested. Yeah, it. So, reinvested it. Mm -hmm. 
So interest rates were really good last quarter. We had a handful of sub two and seller finance deals that their balloons were coming due. And so we refinanced like seven or eight properties and we got long-term 30 year fixed debt on it at like three and a half to 4%, something like that. And then we took that, I think it was like $400,000, $500,000 that we then reinvested into our fix and flips. And then also we bought more deals with. Um, there you go. This is one of the best Sunday services. I really wanted this information. Is it not just because Tony's freaking the best? Hey, something to tell the audience. Should they get a trust first before multiple LLCs? Okay, great question here. Why would why does Pace have a trust? And why does Pace why did Pace not start with just an LLC? Here's why. Because I have a budget. Okay. A trust is going to cost you a couple of thousand dollars. Wow, dude. Tyler Townsley hooking it up. Give me 19 bucks, dude. Thank you so much. He says, this is dope. Thanks, Pace. Always over delivering. Appreciate you, dude. I'm going to take, when Tony's in town again, I'm going to take her for some sushi. So thank Ooh, you guys. Nice. Thanks, Tyler. Um, so here, here's the thing. My trust costs money. Okay. And I think that we spent $2,500 to $3,000 to set up our trust. Okay. Um, great question, Mercedes. Great question. I'll, I'll give you guys that answer. We got some time. So this is great. So when, if you're setting up a trust, a trust gives you pure, absolute anonymity. If you are not able to set up a trust because of budgetary reasons, that's perfectly fine. But make sure that you're setting up your LLC not in a state that doesn't have anonymity. So Wyoming is a really great state. There are several other states like Las Vegas and um, New Hampshire and other places that give anonymity for their LLCs. And so what you do is you end up having your, the top line LLC in a state that it provides anonymity like Wyoming, and then all of your LLCs underneath there are owned by that LLC, okay? For me, I don't own a Wyoming LLC because I have a trust and my trust provides that anonymity for me, okay? Um, can you put your already set up LLC into a trust further down the road? Yes, you can, okay? Um, now, here's a great question. Mercedes says, Pace, what about when you, oh, Munif dropping $100 on us, holy shit. Thanks wow. again. Thanks, Thanks again for please. Tony. Do you guys Thank think I'm you. giving $100 to Tony? I probably should. <laughs> um, thank you, Teresa. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank wow. you. Super sweet. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. They did this to me two weeks ago, and they donated $3,000 and stressed me out. Munif, I think, donated like $600. <laughs> Munif, stop. Stop. Okay. So, um, yes, let me answer this question for you, Mercedes. Um, when we open up a bank account, it has your home address. Nothing. Guys, I'm going to tell you what I told the Gator Lending community today. Um, there is not a single thing in the world that has my personal address on it. Nothing has my personal address. My Amazon account doesn't have my personal address. Nothing. My cell phone, my car payments, nothing, nothing, nothing has my home address on it. Everything goes through a UPS store. Now, I'm not going to get into this. But I've, I've taught this so many times to other people, but my even my driver's license, okay? The government thinks that I, I live at a UPS store. And they have <laughs> that, thought that. That tripped me out when I saw that the first time. I was like, how did you do that? <laughs> right. But now I got like all my students doing this. It's the greatest thing ever. That's insane. So when somebody wants to serve me, or I, have, I mean, I get, the lawsuits I've been in are typically with sellers and every once in a while a tenant. But you will get into lawsuits. And so when somebody wants to serve you, they can't find out where you live. They don't, my property is, you don't 
can't find out where I live. My property is not on anything. So when I go to a bank loan application or I go to apply for a cell or a car loan or any of that kind of stuff, they ask you for your address. What address am I giving them? My UPS store. I'm not giving them my anything, right? I also don't want mail coming to my house. And I told the Gator tribe today that I pay my UPS store an extra $15 a month to sort through all the junk mail so my wife doesn't see the magazines and I don't have to deal with things and all of that kind of stuff. Caroline Allen says, Jerry's old house? Yes, that is correct. Um, I live a long way from a UPS store, but Julie Burkhart, I can guarantee you there's another company. It might not be a UPS store, but there's, Julie, what city do you live in? Because I can guarantee you I would find somebody. I, I could find something, okay? Um, if I already have an LLC, can I get it up with anonymity? Um, nope, you cannot. Sorry. Um, Zane, I would call anybody that uses the PACE code. You need, to tell, you need to tell Prime Corporate Services that you need to have anonymity for your LLCs. Okay. Julie Burkhardt says, I bet you can't. I bet I could, Julie. Thank you. Uh, Marcos Money Gem says, Pace, I appreciate, for, appreciate you for everything you do. Thank you so much, Marcos. I appreciate you, bro. That's really sweet of you guys for doing this. Look at people dropping money on you. Nice. I feel, guys, I feel like a stripper right now. <laughs> I feel like a stripper right now. Um, I can't use use a UPS address here in California. I know multiple pe people using a UPS store in California, so I don't know what your what the issue is. Um, what address do I use for my holding LLC? You, your, uh, your guys, this is an interesting thing. I don't have time to break this down for you. I'm sorry. I, I it takes literally 12 hours to educate people on a full corporate um, structure. If you are a sub two student, go into the vault. Okay, I have a 12 hour course just on corporate structure and how to do it properly. Um, you guys, if you guys are with prime corporate services and they have not given you anonymity, tell them pace requires you to have anonymity in your business. Do not put up with that. That is not okay. All right. Um, so did you get, a, how many freaking bookings did you get called uh, today? You got a lot of people set up. for bookings. I, yeah, I did. What, before we came on, I had 82 open spots. So if they're not finding any more then then we got a lot. So but you got 82 and then you opened up more, right? Yeah, I opened up more. Um, I don't know how many I have now since I opened up more, but I am getting emails too. So I'm going to find spots for everybody. Uh, J Julie Burkhardt says I'm totally ditching Anderson. I did a year and a half ago. And so, and I'm still waiting for them to call me back. Um, Gator tribe learning so much today. Thank you. Yeah, that was great. We had a five hour Gator landing training today, I believe. So it was great. Um, so Tony counts. Was it worth your time? Yeah. I told you it'd be worth your time to get some new clients. There's a lot of people that need your help. Yeah, I, I know. And I love helping people. I, lo I love coming in their business and getting everything organized for them. So I'm excited. Um, you're amazing. Michael says, thank you for being you pace. Wow. That's great. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So Tony counts, everybody give it up to Tony counts Sunday service. This is one of the better Tony, Tony, Tony counts has actually hung out with us. What was that? Probably a year ago. You came on here. That was in October. That was like two months after we started the bookkeeping service. Love it. I mean, you've been doing bookkeeping and controlling for a lot for people oh, for a long time, long just time. now yeah. for you to start branching out your wings and growing it. Yeah. You're amazing. Thank you. So are you. You know, I appreciate that, especially coming from you who helps me out with my business. Let's let's pay you more money out of my business. 
I'm for it. Uh, me too. <laughs> I, I, I feel bad with you're literally like my right hand girl. You I know, are... but you you've opened up so much opportunities for me too. It's like you know, I have, I, I gotta show, I gotta show my appreciation as well. And plus, you gave me virtual assistance too. I mean, I'm basically managing the work that they're doing on your business. Love it's it. just coming through me as for a final check. Ooh, Mamadou says the goat of all goats. I think he's talking about you, Tony. Thank you so much, um, wow. Mamadou. I love you. Mamadou's getting married on June 11th, brother. June 11th is getting married. He's finally going to get laid, he said. So that, I'm congratulating you, brother. Congratulations. Thank you, Jonathan Newsom. He says, tremendous value with Pace and Tony tonight. Oh, Eat nice. all the sushi. We're oh, going to Nobu no. when you when you come back Ooh. into town. I'm this four hundred dollars that people have donated. Thank you guys so much. We're gonna go to suit. We're gonna go to Nobu, and I'm gonna treat this woman. I'm gonna take her and her husband on a date. I love her husband so much. He's like a brother to me. So, um, <laughs> guys, we appreciate you tremendously. We will see you next week on Sunday service, and we'll see you tomorrow for Wholesale Hotline. And Tony counts. You're beautiful inside and out. We love you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Later, guys. Oh, oh, oh.